there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BadSecretMedia.com We Media. Welcome to the Single Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we go to Pizza Hut. I'm player one, a black giant bowling ball rolling down the stairs, Toby. And I'm player two, sponsored by Pizza Hut Goobs. This is a retro video game review show where we go over one game per episode. We go over the history, the story, the gameplay, some fun facts, and then... We go right to the rage meter. Like, do you go to a pizza hut and everyone ate all the pepperoni and you only have cheese left? Ah, Aww. Pretty rageful. That is rageful. You didn't stick anything anywhere, so I was really confused, but that's pretty pretty. And then you grab a pizza hut glass and shove it up your ass and punch really hard. There it is. There it is. Well, after we rage... We settle down, we give the game a 1 to 10 rating to figure out if this game is still worth playing. Why 1 to 10, Goobs? Because it's a simple Pizza Hut Thick Boys! Pizza Hut Thick Boys! That was a good one, Toby. That's a a pent up, man. It's because of the Pizza Hut. I got excited because of pizza. Everyone loves pizza. Why are we talking about pizza so much? That's weird. I don't know. We talk about retro video games. It's like we've been subliminally <laughs> stuck with Pizza Hut in our heads. We must have been, because we've been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, on the NES. Oh, that is right, goobs. Uh, now, did you ever play this game before this? I, it's a dumb oh, question. Yeah. It's a dumb question. I mean, I just had to ask it because it's kind of our thing now. We kind of yeah, it's a segment. We got this structure and we kind of stick with it every week. <laughs> uh, okay, so you played this game before, yes? Oh yes, a hundred percent. With many different people over many different decades. Yeah. Now, were you a strict NES game player? Because we'll get to it in a minute. But this is also a. Uh, Arcade ver- version out there. In I the dabbled world. in the arcade, but mostly everyone in the 80s who loved Ninja Turtles, or sorry, in the 90s, and uh, had this game. So you go to a friend's house, you play Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I do remember having this game for NES. I had the first two, uh, which we've already reviewed the first one. Go listen to that review. 
Uh, I had the first two, and I don't ever remember playing the arcade version. Like, I honestly didn't know that there was a arcade equivalent. You thought the, it was just called the arcade well, game? Well, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I knew that there had to be something, but like, I never played it, and I never really got to see it up until you know just a handful of years ago. So, yeah, I, I didn't have much experience except like, NES. even when you go to like a a barcade or whatever like that now. It's rare to see that machine. Yeah, it is, because you, you get the other one. Uh, what's the other one Turtles called? Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time, yeah. I don't know why I spaced on that. <laughs> Turtles in Time, I feel like, uh, takes the spotlight away from this one. And uh, recently, they just came out with the Cowabunga Collection, which has both this version, the NES version, and the arcade version on there. And I, I just recently played uh, the arcade version, which I've played it a couple times at... at uh, Barcade and stuff, but I hadn't been able to compare them because I just had played this one, and I was like, "Oh, I can, I can play this one now." And uh, I'm pretty faithful, I gotta say, it's pretty faithful for the most part. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, for for an, for bringing it down to NES. So, anyways, uh, yeah, had lots of fun with the, this. Is the one that I always picked over the the first one because you know the first one. <laughs> yeah, you first can play with a friend too, so that helps. Right. That that's also a positive. Uh, but this was the go-to one. Uh, it doesn't have a fucking underwater hell seaweed stage. <laughs> That's right. Well, how about we uh, go ahead and move on into the details of this game? Shell yeah, dude. Let's get right into the deets. This game was released in North America and Japan in December of 1990, but it didn't make it to PAL regions until... November 1991. This game was developed by Konami, and it was published by Ultra Games in North America, while Konami put it out in the other two regions. Now, this was on the NES only, but it was originally an arcade cabinet like we talked about. So, it only had one home on the NES, if you wanted to play it on a home console. And you can play them only on the Nintendo Entertainment System. You're playing with power. Ah, no motherfucking Amiga. Nope, nothing else. Except that Cowabunga collection that I've also... (laughs) That's actually pretty rare. Normally, shit gets ported all over the place. Yeah, yeah, just just being on, like, one console, it didn't make it anywhere else. Yeah, no, no, like, Sega Master System eventually. Yeah, it's really bizarre. This is a one or two player side-scrolling beat-em-up and goobs. There is... Some story. It's time for story time with Toby. Welcome to the crime-infested streets of New York, where one wrong look at a person could be your last. Hey, bug off, sucker. But our heroes can sleep a little better knowing the lunatic Shredder was sent to a Manhattan landfill. Or so they think. While the totally rad turtles are dreaming of a large, extra cheesy pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut for only $16.49, if you use the special offer code SECRET at checkout, it doesn't work, that's just the actual price on the app. Don't forget the breadsticks for $5.99. Fucking expensive now. Pizza Hut. That's American, that's like a mortgage up here for me. (laughs) Uh, You know, that's what you get when you go for Pizza Hut. So the turtles' worst nightmares blast into the Earth's atmosphere. Two intergalactic bounty hunters have come to collect a bounty that Shredder has put on the turtles. 
when Shedder was thrown into the trash truck in the first movie, he survived because of his titanium battle helmet. Apparently, this uh, takes place after the second movie, not the second, not the first game. Okay. He woke on a sea-bound ship, but floated back to the land on a pile of non-biodegradable styrofoam cups. See, this is why you shouldn't use them, folks. <laughs> you bring Shredder, Shredder back. back. <laughs> Shredder used a translocation matrix beam to recruit the top bounty hunters that he could. Shredder has also kidnapped April in hopes to lure the turtles in for battle. Will the turtles be able to save April and stop the threats to New York? Buy Pizza Hut. Man, I go for a slice right now. <laughs> this game should take about an hour and a half to beat, maybe two hours. Speedrun.com has three different categories of runs that you can do for this game. If you play it on two-player, you can double it, so there's six different categories total. The categories are for region games, so North America, Japan, or PAL. So that's that's your three. So we're going to go with the North American, because that's the one that we played. The record is set by Pikachu of 30 minutes and 55 seconds. Oh, fast Pikachu. He's quick yeah, attack. Yeah, that is a fast Pikachu. He's quick <laughs> attack. Uh... Anyways, Goobs, are you ready to talk about the gameplay? Hell yeah, let's smash our way into the gameplay. The D-pad moves you forward, backwards, up and down, or diagonally, because this is uh, kind of got the Streets of Rage kind of upgrade. Like, they've, they've changed it to where it's not just a flat one-dimensional surface so you can kind of move into the foreground and background double dragons does this toxic avenger lots of games what is that called three-quarter style or something like that yes yes i could i was i was blanking on what it was (laughs) if you press the a button you jump if you press the b button you attack if you press jump and then the attack button you'll do an air attack but you also have another move if you press A and B at the same time, you'll do this really powerful move. This is like the game changer right here. You have to get good at this because it's kind of a... You jump a little bit, but then you also do an attack. Yeah, your smash it attack. Yeah. So get good at that one. That's how you get get through all these. Get good, son. Yeah. When you start the game, you get the option of one or two players. You can pick one of the four turtles. And uh, what are those turtles' names, Goobs? <laughs> well, we got uh, Donatello. Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Raphael. Yeah, just in case you don't know. I said Donnie first because he's the best. Oh, I forgot. You're a Donnie guy, huh? I'm a Donnie dude. I'm a Raph guy because I'm mean and tough. Yeah, he likes to think so. <laughs> you just teddy bear. You just do machines. <laughs> Maybe I do do machines. <laughs> Once you pick your turtle, uh, you get a cool little cutscene. With the level title card and the level. Once you start the level, the player hub is at the top. It's just a ugly black bar. I fucking hate just these black bar player hubs. On the left, it shows player one's health and all the stuff. And mirrored on the other side is player two, if you have a player two. If you don't, it just has the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle logo. Just in case you forget what you're playing. <laughs> right. If you forget that you're, you know, manning a fucking Ninja Turtle. Also shocked it's not a fucking, just a standard Pizza Hut logo up on there. <laughs> yes. Yes. But there are plenty throughout this game. Oh, so many. 
So the display shows the turtle's name, in case you forget who you are. Under that, it shows how many points you have, a life bar, and how many lives you have left. Now, there's not very many pickups in this game. You can usually just get like a slice of pizza and that gives you all your health. You get one point for each enemy you defeat. So every 200 enemies that you defeat, you get an extra life. What up? <laughs> if you play two player and one of the players runs out of lives, they can press A and take a life from the other player. Oh, what up, thief? Yeah, always can get consent first. We we at secret levels are believe that consent is key and don't just take lives. Oh, Jenny Bean will just take those. Show us ah. her. <laughs> well, she's allowed to take my life. It's kind of what we signed up for. <laughs> In video games. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's talk about the enemies real quick in this game, because there's actually quite a bit. So we're going to bust through the enemies quickly here, as you do in this game. So you got the standard foot soldiers. you got the knife foot soldiers. They have a knife. Ooh, additions. And you got the katana foot soldiers. They have a katana. The roadkill roadie or Rodney. The little machines that run around on a wheel. Is that what those are called? I don't know. They shoot a laser at you. Yeah, I guess they're a called. Freaking laser. <laughs> freaking laser beam. Then we got machine gun foot soldier. We got dynamite foot soldier. Like, much like the dynamite kid. A boomerang foot soldier. Sludge hammer foot soldier. We got the punching foot soldiers. We got the pizza hut foot soldiers. We got the <laughs> mousers. I love the mousers. They're great. I do too. We got snowmen. Shout out to Canada because they're here all year long. <laughs> we got the snowball foot soldiers. They're Canadian foot soldiers. The Star Throwing Foot Soldiers. <laughs> Holy fuck, there's so many different kinds of fucking foot soldiers. Spear Foot Soldiers. Bomb Dropping Foot Soldiers. <sighs> the Biker Foot Soldiers. A helicopter? Just a helicopter. <laughs> Little helicopter enemies, yeah. Got Cyclops from X-Men. He's a Haxu too. The flying Minicopters. Auto Cannons. Jumping Knife Throwers. A Tiger. <laughs> there's straight up a Tiger in this game that will attack you. Yes. Scorpions, freezers, they'll pop up from the floor and freeze you. Bowling balls, the ones that come down the stairs in the first level. Cars, they're all over the fucking place. Fences, bamboo vines, and finally but not least, ice balls. That's right, some cold balls in your face. Yeah, now, listen, this is one of our big complaints on other games. There's not enough enemy variety. This game has variety. Like, you will see some of the same enemies over and over, but the Foot, the Foot Clan, they have so many colors. There's purple, blue, dark blue, light blue, yellow. <laughs> like, there's so many different colored. Uh, Red, orange, yellow, green, purple, blue, white. Yeah. It, All your parents out there, you tell me where that song's from. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, it's from a kid's TV show. Oh, interesting. But yeah, uh, I was very pleased to see all the variety of uh, foot and, and other characters because, uh, you know, we've played some of these beat-em-ups on NES where it's just like, <sighs> did you only have room for one fucking sprite? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, this was a, a very well, nice the same sprite. It's just recolored, but they also gave them different weapons. As you heard, there's fucking like 20 different versions of them. Yeah. Now, the the one that comes out with the, the foot soldiers that come out with the sledgehammer-looking things, I thought those were brooms. <laughs> oh. When I first saw them, I was like, what? Why do they have brooms? That doesn't make sense. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's just They're a... just living their best Triple H life. 
<laughs> uh, now we'll go, it's time gonna, to play the crank. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go over the levels real quick. Uh, I just wanted to get all the enemies out because they're scattered throughout all these levels, and like there's certain ones that are for certain levels. But I just wanted to get them all out of the way. That way we don't have to just keep going over everything. So we start the game off with level one fire. We got to get April out. This is a apartment building that is on fire, and for some reason, this apartment has fucking Pizza Hut logos everywhere. It's like the very first thing you see when you start this game is Pizza Hut pictures <laughs> yeah. on the wall. It's definitely, definitely on the wall in a little frame. Yep, and it's it's multiple times. So I guess Pizza Hut sponsored this apartment complex. Who knows? This level has some staircases where these big black bowling balls are just randomly falling down the stairs. Sure, I guess. <laughs> I don't know where these bowling balls came from because the building is a on giant fire. bowling ball uh, making factory that we're in. And maybe that's what's on the top floor is the bowling ball factory for giants. Uh, now, the fire in this level looks great, it's got a lot of movement. There's a bunch of like doors, I guess, leading to other apartments because you're walking down the hallway and you can see like the fire in the background and throughout the doors. There's only one problem. There's some elevators that'll open up and some of the Foot Clan will jump out and because the Foot like run in and they, they come in different ways throughout the entire game. And this particular level, they'll come out through the elevators. But as soon as they exit the elevator, there's a fire behind them. So they were just in a fiery elevator. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for you. Well, they're robots, technically. Yeah. Yeah, but it just, it, like, as I was watching, I was like, huh. Okay, well, fiery, fiery elevators. For the boss fight in this one, because it's pretty straightforward. You just go through this hallway. You got the the few obstacles, and then you get to the boss fight, which I like this. We Once you get to April's apartment, that's where the boss fight happens, and you see April tied up in the background. Uh, the, the levels, some of the levels. Yeah, one of those drill teleporter things, too. Yes. Uh, the, teleporter with the drill things they, they use to get around. Yeah, it drills up through the, the bottom and Rocksteady is, uh, comes out of Wait, the capsule. This is higher up in the apartment. Does this just go through floors? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I, but I, I was going to say, I love the, the design for the background. Like, it, it looks really cool. The apartment looks livable like there's bookshelves and there's like a couch and stuff it's, it's really cool yeah, it's design really attention to detail. yeah so uh rock city shoots a machine gun at you and he can shoot straight or he can kind of aim at a 90 degree angle so if you try to jump kick at him he'll shoot you he'll pop you out of the air he also kicks you if you get real close to him and when you beat him shredder yeah, he'll should... definitely boot fuck you <laughs> yeah he'll give you the big boot when you beat him, Shredder shows up and kidnaps April, and then he jumps out the window, and you get a little cutscene. Yeah, all the turtles are staring through the window, jumping after him. Yeah. So that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. The cutscenes are great in this game. Like, I, I really enjoyed all the little... Oh, they're iconic as fuck. They're, they're not like... There's, it's not a lot. It's not too long. There's not it's a lot. It's just enough. It's yeah. It's chef's just kiss to add to your experience. Right, and it, it, it just flows. I don't know. Maybe before you eat some turtle soup from Pizza Hut. <laughs> level two is, come on, after that shredder creep. This level starts you on the road, and you have to watch out for the sewer holes. If you fall into the sewer hole, you get a little character bubble that says, Who turned the lights out? Yeah. 
which is fun. There's there's a little comedy in this game, which there should be. They're fucking Ninja Turtles. Uh, as you're walking through the streets, though, there's like a there's a store and there's a big giant TV at the front, and you see April, and it's got a little character bubble that says help, and then it shows Shredder on it. So like Shredder somehow has taken over the TV broadcast now too. He's taking over everything, he man. Is, he is. He is. So, there are some destroyable environmental things throughout this game. Like, in this particular level, there's a street sign thing that you can you can punch it and it'll, like, shoot off and hit, hit the enemies. Oh, like the pay meter for the... Yes, that's what it is. The cars. Yeah. Or when you park. The parking meter, not the pay meter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Got them pay meters over there, Martha. <laughs> uh, you can also hit the fire hydrant and make the water shoot out at the enemies, so... Got those. Did you can also uh, hit back the sewer lids at them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they throw them at you. Now, for some reason, there's a chick on a skateboard that skates by. Like you can attack her, but she just ducks and she keeps rolling, screaming. Yeah. Is that weird? Is that like? Is that's the only time you see like a civilian in this entire game? I could have swore like I remember her dropping a power up or something. See, that's what I was thinking too, but uh, she didn't. She didn't do anything. No, it was just the one random civilian throughout the game. No. Yeah. So the level changes direction slightly. So you you're not just kind of going left to right. You're actually coming like at a towards yourself. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of uh, Streets of Rage two when when you because it does the same thing. It kind of makes a, a hook and kind of goes down. Um, I didn't remember this part, but I did remember. These fucking signs. Now, there are some foot soldiers jumping out of the building, out of the windows and stuff. But once you get down to the corner and it and it straightens back out, there's these fucking <laughs> Pizza Hut signs. Big billboards. And there's fucking foot soldiers hiding behind those motherfuckers. How skinny are these fucking foot soldiers? <laughs> Ninja Vanish. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bebop is the boss in this level. He has like a sound wave gun or something. So he'll shoot that at you, and he'll also charge at you. Uh, this level, like, it's kind of like there's a beat-up car in the background, and it's kind of just like the end of the road. I don't know. It's like but, a scrapyard kind of thing. Yeah, but what, what I'm, I, what I like about it is they change the environment up a little bit at the end of each level. Like, it's not the same thing that you've been walking through the entire time. Like, it's kind of got its own, its own uh, flavor. Yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't just fight Rocksteady in the hallway in the previous level. You actually went into the apartment. So it, it kind of has this thing where it does this throughout the game. And I, I really enjoyed it. So level three is the sewer. And it looks just like a sewer. It's got a part where it's the sewer water and on the bottom part. And then at the top part of it, it's got like the platform that you can walk on. And this one has lots and lots of Mausers that come at you. Yeah, they're all over the goddamn place. Little bastards. Yeah. There's a few traps in this level. Like, there's these missiles that just randomly shoot out of the water. And then there's these uh, spiky things that just try to stab you if you're walking on the platform part. So you gotta watch out for those. There's not really much to talk about this level. I mean, it just... I feel like how the way the mousers come through the wall, though. Yeah, they do bust a little hole through the, the brick wall. and yeah, they make a little M hole. Yeah. It's like a T-hole. It was a glory <laughs> hole for a different kind of 
They're kind of like little T-Rexes. Yeah, yeah. That's, so it's a, technically a T-hole. If you want to know that reference, go listen to our Jurassic Park episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, you get to the boss in this one, and it's Baxter. It's kind of hard to tell if it's Baxter or not, but I think it's supposed to be him, and he's in some kind of weird flying machine, and he jets around the screen, and he drops a bunch of little Mausers at you the entire time. So he's not... It's not hard. You just have to jump and hit him, and... It, yeah, it's kind of t- hard to tr- the time those drop kicks. Yeah, there, there's always three Mausers on screen, so if you, if you blow up one of the Mausers, he drops another Mauser. That's just what he does so uh you beat him and you get another cutscene, and this is the i would like to think it's famous the cutscene where shredder says tonight i dine on turtle soup oh hell yeah hell yeah level four is let's melt snow and rebuild new york city this is where the game starts to get a little funny with it's like naming and numbering and all that so we'll get more into that in just a second so this is your land, Goobs. Yes, the Great White North. Also, New York. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's snow everywhere, and there's like a cityscape in the background. You get attacked by little snowmen creatures, but once you hit them enough, the snow falls off of them, and you realize they're little robot things. And they shoot rockets at you. There's also little mines that you have to watch out for that are underneath, like, snow piles, so you don't want to step on those. Yeah, you can kind of tell the difference, though. Yeah, you, they're real easy to avoid. Then you get one. There's just one time that I remember, there's this, like, Mr. Plow fucking truck that drives through, and it's got spikes at the front of it. But it yeah, was only no one plow time. I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be in front of that one. No. Or behind it, because you're probably dead. It, right. <laughs> ran you over. Uh, at one point, there's a bunch of falling ice rocks that just come from nowhere. I guess it makes sense later, but like, you're just like, why are all these fucking ice rocks falling at me? You get to the end, you fight a character named Tora. This is one of those uh, characters from space that, that Shredder hired to destroy the turtles. One of the bounty hunters. Yeah, so he's got some kind of weather machine, and he's the reason that it's snowing everywhere. He's basically a polar bear, but he's got a badass leather jacket on. He looks really punk rock. Yeah, he looks like he's going to like a like a Misfits or Sex Pistols concert. <laughs> punk rock polar bear. Yeah, uh, it's pretty. It's it's a really cool design. Uh, but he slashes at you and he throws those big ice rocks at you. So if you wanted to, you could be like, oh yeah, he was chunking those those ice rocks at you. That's why they were falling at you. But he was chunking them quick if, if that was home. So next, this is where we stop having title cards for a little bit. There's there's just, you just beat him and it goes to the next level. It just starts you off in a parking lot. These cars that are in this parking lot are way too fucking big. Like they're they, giant. They're not proportional to your turtle sprite at all. They are huge. It's, yeah, it's like a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's some barrels and cones that can be destroyed throughout this level. Uh, now, here's the thing with those cars. You know, okay, this is I was I was as I was playing this, I was like, oh, I got this figured out because we we see that in certain games, like okay, all these cars are lined up, they'll pull out and try to run you over, right? Yep. And when 
they're all like there's only like three different colors of cars there's like orange blue and gray i think the orange one's like okay gotta watch out for that orange one because that's the one that pulls out at you because you know you kind of remember those kind of patterns in games not in this fucking game the goddamn other ones will pull out at you too so it's just very <laughs> random and i kind of i kind of appreciate that because it, it yeah, was one of those color code something right yeah, like, okay, this is coded like this because all the orange ones will come at you. So you kind of learn it, but this one was like, nope, fuck yeah. <laughs> the blue one's coming at you this time, bitch. So the, uh, you just fight a bunch of Foot Clan in this one and stuff. Uh, Baxter is the boss in this level as well, but now he's in his fly form and he's flying around and shooting laser balls at you. Fucking laser balls. Yeah, you can see April tied up in a uh, in the background. She's like in a little like well, Baxter's into some kinky shit. Uh, right, right. Tying her up, playing with his laser balls. <laughs> She's in the background. You can see her struggling. Baxter's like, yeah, struggle for me. I'm a fly daddy. <laughs> fly daddy. That daddy's fly. There is uh, luckily a Pizza Hut logo in this level. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for Pizza Hut. Yep. So you defeat him, and then there's a cutscene where you end up getting into the party wagon. That's the uh, turtle van, if you don't know. See, that would have been dangerous. If someone had that as a kid, I'm getting in the van. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> nope, you don't have to offer me candy. You got the fucking turtles in there, don't you? Let's see them. You got the party wagon. Let's go party, man. <laughs> you go up to the truck in your li- or the Wait, van. There's no turtles in here. <laughs> I'm about to show you a turtle, kid. <laughs> that was terrible. Don't get into vans that you don't know, folks. <laughs> A PSA from your boys at Secret Levels. Hey, in this episode alone, we've covered consent, and we've covered don't talk to cool people with vans. Well, uncool people. Well, they got a cool van. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool van owners, but they're not cool. They're evil people. Right, right. <laughs> Unless unless they look like April, then I'll get in that vehicle with them. <laughs> <laughs> then takes her mask off. It's an old man. He gets oh, you game. got me. Here's my turtle. <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, they've done away with the title cards on this one, and you just show up on a highway. There's tires and stuff that you can destroy, and there's... Uh, some giant tires. <laughs> they go in those giant fucking cars, apparently. They're massive. They are. They're huge. They're like four times the size of you. <laughs> monster truck. That's the monster truck highway. <laughs> <laughs> this is a special highway in New York just for monster trucks? Right, right. Of course. Don't you know? <laughs> this is lore now. <laughs> so you'll get some uh, foot soldiers on motorcycles driving back and forth. Uh, there will be a car that drives by from time to time that you have to dodge. You'll find a bunch of foot soldiers along the way. Oh, yeah, but, they keep coming out in hordes. Yeah, just like all these levels. But then you get to a spot where you're riding on a skateboard, and you have to fight these little helicopter things. And then also, foot soldiers are also riding skateboard things that you have to fight them on. But it's really not any different than what you've already been doing. Like, it feels the same as just walking around, you know? Yeah, it's not really showing that much more speed. No, it just, uh, this is kind of lackluster. I, I didn't really care for this little part. 
after you beat this little part, and, and there's no boss in this one. It's just a few of those helicopters and foot soldiers. Yeah, the that's cut- pretty much the boss on this one. Yeah. The cutscene happens, and you get back in the party wagon, picks you up. And then we get a title card for level five, because now I guess this is only level five. And it's, come on, let's bust this joint. You don't want to make any kind of joint reference? Yeah, stop bogarting that fucking Michelangelo. Give it over, man. <laughs> Give some of that joint over to your boy. Let's get into the party wagon. That's why it's the party wagon. Oh, they're hot boxing. That's right. They just they got the munchies. They got a pizza. They're busting this joint. <sighs> All makes sense now. Little stoner skater kids. That's All why right. they enjoy pizza hot so much because they're <laughs> fucking stoned. <laughs> right. So we get a cut scene. Uh, it shows that Splinter has now been kidnapped by the Mausers. He's all tied up, and the Mausers are carrying him. Uh, I guess this level is supposed to be a hideout or something. The It has lasers on the wall. There's these little blue flying robots and the turret oh, I guns. I like them. Uh, these, these turret guns like come down from the ceiling, and they swing back and forth, and they shoot at you. They're really bizarre. Uh, there's there's a lot of little robot characters in this one too. Like there's there's foot soldiers, but this is where you start getting a lot of the robot characters. Yeah, the flying bugs, fucking cocksuckers. That's what you're talking about before the blue one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the boss in this one is General Trag, and he punches and shoots fire from his gun. Now one of the rock soldiers. Yeah, I would like to add right here. All these boss fights are so fucking long. You have to hit them, and they start blinking at first, and then they blink faster, and that's how you figure out if then they're... Then faster, then faster. But they take so long to, to hit, or to kill. I do love a blinking bad guy, though. Yes. That's great. I love it. Blinking is the best. But could you imagine, like, in God of War or something, if the enemy started blinking, you'd be like, huh. I wish. Someone should make a mod so every game does that. <laughs> Fucking... Uh, Fall Sometimes out. you don't know, man. Fall out, the guy starts blinking when his health is almost down. I like it. Uh, level six. Let's defeat the enemy's ninja magic. So this is... The level is a house of Shogun. And... Yeah, dojo. Yeah, it's, it's very Japanese looking. Like, it's got the... The... What are those doors called? Like the Japanese sliding doors that are like real thin material. <laughs> I have no fucking glue to them. But it's it's all the very stereotypical Japanese dojo looking things that you could have in this level. They even have like different ninjas in this one. It's not just foot soldiers. You are close. It's not just foot sh- soldiers. It's uh, some kind of weird like ninja looking characters. Yeah. So they change it up even a little more to add a little more spice to this game, and I love it. And they throw stuff. And there's also scorpions. Yeah, lots of scorpions. Lots of scorpions. Lots of foot soldiers. We can't have mouses in this level. What should we have? I don't know. What goes with Japan? Scorpions. <laughs> yeah, that well, makes sense to me. That's how that board meeting went. Yeah. So I think this is supposed to be like in some kind of high rise of some sort. I don't know. It's. It's still in New York. This is where the fucking paper tigers come out to get you. <laughs> Do you look like uh, like 
drawn tigers. Like they don't look like normal tigers. No, like magic tigers or some shit. They look like decorations on the wall. They look like yeah. just art. And then all of a sudden they fucking jump off at the wall, jump off the wall at you and start attacking you. It's crazy. What kind of fucking opiates are you on, man? <laughs> fucking tigers jumping out of the fucking walls. Yeah. You got to watch out for the pokey bamboo sticks, too. They poke you. Yeah, not in a good way. No, no. Oh, there's some hidden spots on the wall as you're walking through where, like, it just kind of opens up and the foot soldiers just kind of walk out. Just little hidden hidden doors, I guess. I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. Of course. Poopy traps. Yeah, yeah. So Shogun is the boss, and this is the second alien. His head comes off, and he attacks you with it while he's... He's got... I don't remember what this is called, but it's like this... It's its like the, the staff with the sword at the end of it. Like it's... Like the long-handled sword, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's it. not a spear. It's just a, has yeah. a long blade on the end of the big bow staff. Right. So he's got that, and his head is attacking you at the same time. So... Um, you fucking murder this character. There's no easy way around this. You fucking murder him. I don't know if he's supposed to be a robot, but it doesn't look His like it. flying around and you just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he blows up Mortal Kombat style, and like all that's left is his lower half and his spine, and then you see these things like fall and hit the ground. Those are his guts. I don't care what you say. He fucking explodes. You destroy this this being from another planet and make him explode. It is kind of gruesome for a Ninja Turtle game. I was very shocked when I saw this. Do not remember that as a kid. <laughs> I don't know if I ever made it this far, to be honest. Yeah, he definitely he definitely perishes. Yeah, he's no longer on this earth with us. No, he must go home. Yeah, his he, his home planet needs him. <laughs> he. He no longer gets to enjoy the great deals at Pizza Hut. You can go to PizzaHut.com and order a pizza right now. <laughs> Promo code secret levels. <laughs> All right, the last level. Level seven. We got to find the Technodrome. As we do in a Turtles game. Is this like the fucking Death Star? How many times has this ship been blown up? <laughs> All the times. All the times. So this one, you don't even have to find the damn Technodrome because you're already in it when this level starts. You're just fucking in it. So I don't know why the title card said we got to find it because, oh, here it is. Good job. And of course, the inside of the Technodrome looks like some kind of like futuristic spaceship or something, you know, very white and clean walls and stuff. So Crane keeps his shit tight. Yeah. Hey, if there's one thing about him being an evil, murderous lunatic keeps his house pretty tidy. Yeah, for being a fucking testicle. <laughs> uh, there's turrets again, uh, lasers on the wall, things that spray you and make you become ice. <laughs> they just pop out of the ground and they just spray you. Which makes no sense because there's no enemies that attack you in this part. You just fucking freeze for a second. And then you yeah, move on. a bit of life out here, too. Yeah. It's just more annoying than anything. Right. Why the fuck are you even here? Yeah. <laughs> Could have been in the snow level. <laughs> oh, that, that makes more sense, right? Yeah, you get frozen in the snow level inside of... But instead of inside of a Technodrome... Right. But I guess they need to have some sort of defense. 
So we kind of get a, an elevator level. It's very short, and it's not very good. It's not, not our typical elevator level like we like. Uh, but you, you ride the elevator down, and as you're going down, those big giant black bowling ball things are back at you. and they're Yeah, you go down on the big black balls. Always go all the way down to the big black balls. Always down. But then you dodge them. Oh. Yeah. So b- the boss in this one is Metal Soldier. And he shoots a rocket and swings at you. So he just tries to take a swipe at you. It's just he... like another fucking rock soldier. Looks yeah. Like the other guy from the show. Yeah. After that, it takes you to another room to where you fight Krang. And Krang, he kicks you. He shoots a laser. I call this Baby Krang. Is that what it's? Baby Krang? Well, that's what it's like to me, because Krang is always giant. Yeah, he, he gets big, it's yeah. Huge. He's just a little bit taller than you. <laughs> he's not... <laughs> He's not, like, massive, which he normally is. Right. He's. I, I think, like, in the cartoon, they always make him, like, look like he's eight or nine foot tall or, or more. You know? Like, he's he's big. He's not bigger. Because you got to think. Look at Turtles in Time. He's fucking huge there. Yeah, because that brain is in the stomach, and the brain is bigger than most characters, like, heads, you know? Yep. But yeah, he's teeny tiny. But if the brain's in the stomach, he's more... Again, he's more of a testicle than a brain. It's true. Very true. Closer to the testicle region. So like I'm the, with the you. The robot Krang just hasn't hit puberty yet. That's why his uh, testicle's still in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't dropped yet. <laughs> so he all he does is kick at you. He's got uh, a laser beam that he shoots from his eyes. And he shoots his fist at you. He, gets, he fists you real good. Yeah, you get really good... F- Goodly fisted. Yeah. Um, battle's not that bad. It's just long. And then you get Shredder. He shows up. This battle is annoying. I actually didn't understand <laughs> what was happening. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so when I read the instruction manual later, it made more sense. He's got a clone. So there's two of them. He, slash- he slashes his sword at you. And he also has this electric attack that he shoots at you. Yeah, he can shoot lightning from his fingertips because that's what Shredder does. Yeah. Uh, now, you have to hit the real Shredder until his helmet falls off. And then once you do that, you can make the fake one's helmet falls off and you can destroy him. If you keep hitting the fake one, he'll make a new fake one. Yep. So you have to figure out which one's the real one and, and hit him enough to where his helmet falls off. Now, like I said, it'll fall off on the fake one, but... Ugh, it's just long and annoying. And really, the game just kind of ends after that. Like, there's there's not much celebration or cutscenes. What are you talking about? The fucking Technodrome explodes. It explodes, but, like, after that, it's just like, all right, congratulations, you did it. Yeah, you killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, because they don't say that we made it out safely. Nope. Suicide mission. It was a suicide mission. Goops. Nobody lives. What did you think of the sound effects? Sound effects and music, they're pretty dope for an NES game. Yeah. The the hit button or the hit detection noise or whatever the fuck it is gets a little annoying after killing hundreds of enemies every level. Right. But for the most part, it's great. Good music. 
good sound effects for the most part. Good times. There was quite a bit of music in this one. Uh, it, it, wasn't, there is. it wasn't all great, but it, there was variety. It didn't get old. It was fine. Uh, the sound effects. There were some of the sound effects that I felt like sounded like the Contra guns, which... It is a Konami game. It is, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it sounds like... I think it's uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Their guns make the same kind of noises from Contra. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Uh, but yeah, I... Music was perfectly fine. I didn't have any issue with any of that. What about the graphics? How'd you feel about them? Yeah, they look like just uh, upgraded graphics from the first Turtles game. The Turtles kind of look the same, a little bit different. But like, compared to the arcade game, to this, it's, uh, it's a dumbed-down version for sure. But they had to do that to shrink it down, because this is a longer game. There's a lot to this game. And, uh, again, there's a lot of music and stuff, too, so there was only, they only had so much space to deal with. Right. So, for what it is, they're, they're not bad. They haven't aged the greatest. You can, you can definitely tell they're the Ninja Turtles and stuff, but playing uh, Turtles in Time, much rather play that game than play this, yeah, I mean, graphics-wise. I mean... <clears throat> I, shouldn't I, be comparing the two, but it's hard yeah. not to. I do think that this is a, I've, in my opinion, I think that it's a major uh, step up from the first NES Turtles game. Like you said, it's not quite the arcade version, but it looks good. Like the backgrounds look great. I mean, it, you know, if they're cop, if, if it's if it's ported from the arcade version, they had a pretty good like template to use. Like, hey, we need this to look like this arcade that looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. So they had a really good template to, to go off of. And I think they pulled it off really well, especially like some of the effects, like the fire effects, um, some of the stuff in the backgrounds, like the cityscape. Like it, it really feels like, you know, hey, this is New York, or the Turtles, you, everything I felt like fine. some of the later levels lost some of that uh, love, though, like attention to detail. You know, and we've all, throughout this entire life of this show, we have kind of noticed that that's always been the case. And I. No the wine and dining in the beginning right but then yeah once they get you in bed they're just they don't even put on a show they finish first and they're like all right uh do you need a cab because <laughs> like, like uh we wanted one to level snuggle. was kind of like a factory it's just it's a whole bunch of gray it's just all yeah. gray everywhere yeah and even the technodrome wasn't like spectacular or anything it was kind of just like i said white and cold and boring uh but yeah, no, I, th- I think the graphics were perfectly fine. A, a definite good up- upgrade from the first one. Uh, what about the buttons? How'd you feel about the buttons? How'd they handle it? How did it That's kind of hard to fuck it up. <laughs> they, Two buttons. You have the master. They did a lot with the buttons, actually, because you have you have your jump, you got your attack, you got your jump and attack, but then you also got the, yeah, the smash a motherfucker button. Yeah, and... Where you push both at the same time. So but you all- got a master, but... Yeah, they pretty good. I have no uh, complaints. They're pretty tight, the controls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say the same thing. I think the skateboarding level sucked. I think that it should have felt more like you were skateboarding or something. It just it felt like your turtle was just standing there fighting. <laughs> it didn't feel any different. That, uh, that special attack thing that we keep talking about... Um... 
you need to learn how to do that. Like it's it's kind of hard to pull off at first, but once you figure it out, it's pretty easy. All, All the foot soldiers need two hits to be killed. So like you do that attack and it only takes one swipe. So that's why that move is so much more beneficial because it's it's a stronger hitting attack. Uh, but yeah, controls are great for being two buttons, you know. Oh, I want to go back to both the the graphics and how this game looks overall. Yeah. The freaking blinkiness in this game. <laughs> there is a lot of blinky. There is. The uh, stage will just like blink right out on you if it gets too many people on stage. It's not really so much lag. It's just like will flash at you and get like I don't know really how to describe it I guess blinkiness is the best way I can do that yeah uh, the sprites will blink out like there's usually never more than like three or four enemies on screen at a time uh, but I even even on that new Cowabunga collection on PS4 switch and everything uh, it has that same flicker effect where <laughs> you get too many enemies on there and it starts flickering so uh, kind of a kind of a small bummer. A very small bummer. Hey, Toby, man. Yeah, buddy. I need to go grab my bow staff. Oh, is are you? Do you actually have a bow staff, or is that what you call your? You know what? I don't need to know. You, you just go go get it. No, I guess. Man, I'm a big Donny guy. I'm not gonna go do machines or anything weird like that. Oh, hey, look, a party van. Uh, uh the, no, no, goobs, don't. I hope he doesn't get in that. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I could order some pizza from Pizza Hut. I don't know why I'm starving to death for some Pizza Hut right now. Uh, let me order pizza on the app. Uh, all right, I ordered pizza. Oh, damn, that was really quick. The pizza man must already be here. Ooh, hey there. Hey there, young man. No, no. I th- Goob's Genie, do you have my pizza? Ooh, who's this Goob's Genie you speak of? My name's Antonio. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Is that pizza for me? Ooh, it definitely is. Won't you open it? Okay, here, I'm just going to open it while you hold it. Why are you holding it that low? I'm going to go ahead and open it and see. Ooh, extra sausage. Oh, Jesus, I should have known better. Oh, that was disgusting looking. It's... Is does it got a, a it looks like an elephant trunk. Ooh. Uh, you know what? Enough about your sausage elephant trunk. Are Ooh, you cheese, Megma? Are you Goob's Genie, not Antonio? Because this is. Ooh, you got me, Toby. Oh, I knew I'd seen that penis somewhere. And you rubbed that blue door handle there. That was also my testicles. Oh, gosh. You know what? Enough with all this nonsense. I played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game uh, for NES. Is there any cheats for it? Well, there definitely is, Toby. Could you tell me what it is? I gotta sanitize my hands. At the title screen, press B-A, B-A, up, down, B-A, left, right, B-A. Select start for nine lives and the stage selection screen. Ooh. Oh, that's very helpful. I like Ooh, that one. Beat up that little metal man. Ooh. He's kind of yeah. sexy. Ooh. Ooh. I once had an affair with Crank. Ooh. Uh, how does that work? If you have to ask, you can't afford it, Toby. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, since you've ruined my pizza, I'm going to just 
order from like Domino's or something. Uh, could you just go so I can? Ooh, I gotta go shoot a film on OnlyGenies.com. Crank. Oh, jeez. Okay. See you later, Goopsini. That's. Your butthole safe this time, Billy. Thank God. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? No, no. It is. Oh, gosh, I got real nervous and I, I was I tensed up real tight and I was real scared for for what he What's was going to put in me. What's tensed up real tight? Uh, uh, oh, hey, hey, Goobs, did, did you how the the van and uh? No, it was a different kind of bow staff. Oh, oh, what some fun facts? Oh yeah, I got some fun facts. All right. This is the game show that we do on this game show. Video game show. <laughs> Goobs, are you ready to play? How much is this game? This is a game show where Goobs. That's me. Is going to try to guess the price of this game. He gets the $5 window. Shows his tall hands. If he's within $5, he gets the sound effect. Goops, are you ready? I am ready, Toby. Good luck. According to the Game My app, which is a very good app, uh, you should download it for all your retro gaming needs and collecting needs. Uh, Goops, how much do you think a loose copy goes for? $15. $15. Loose. Yes. A very popular game, and you think it was $15. Yep. Everyone had this game, and you think it's $15. Yep. Well, with the $5 window, you are correct, because it's going for $18 loose currently. I'll never let you swerve me. <laughs> Alright, complete in box, goobs. That means you get the box, you get the manual, you get the game cartridge. What do you think it's going for? Let's go for $68. Make it $69, I bet you won't. No, I won't, because I knew that's what you want. It'd be fun, because nope. $69 is a fun number. <laughs> hey, it's $68, I owe you one. Ah, okay. Well, since I can't get you to budge on the price even the teeniest, tiniest bit, with the $5 window, you were close. It's going for $95, complete in box. Okay. Yeah, 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 not bad. I'd buy that for a dollar. Moving on to some other fun facts. The arcade port of this game sold over 25,000 cabinets in America and in Europe. The arcade version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles released in Japan as TMNT Super Kame Ninja. And in Europe, it is Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yep. Which we talked about on the previous episode. There was some, uh, uh, they can't use Ninja or something? Something yeah. weird like that. Like the cartoon, the toys are all called Hero Turtles. Right. The game was released primarily as a dedicated four-player game arcade cabinet in all regions except Japan, where it was only sold as a two-player cabinet. Weird. Now, they had the, the two-player cabinets because they, the cabinets were obviously less expensive than the four-player ones. So, yeah. I don't know why Japan got stiffed on that deal. 
So, the differences between the arcade and the NES port, if you were curious, the arcade version has more dialogue, more voice clips. Some stages are longer in the NES version, like the apartment stage. There's an extra staircase. So, you know how you get the staircases? I think there's one extra staircase, like, length. Okay. Uh, and that seems to be the case with a lot of stuff. Like, it's just one more... Whatever the major obstacle is in that level, there's like one more of those. So I think there's one more car in the parking lot level. Unnecessary, but okay. Yeah. The music is different in the sewer stage and the, uh, it says cheapskate stage. So I'm assuming that's the skateboarding stage. Yeah. Because we didn't get the level name on this game for some reason. On the arcade, the cars are driven on the highway. Uh, stage from left to right, but in the NES version, they come from right to left. Uh, just a little difference. The arcade version had a rematch against Bebop and Rocksteady together in the parking lot, that well, little parking weird. garage. Uh, the NES had a battle against Baxter Stockman in uh, his... This is where you have that battle with Baxter Stockman and his mutant oh, fly form. Yeah, oh, yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. the, yeah, the fly. This made them have to change a cutscene picture to fit the story because I don't think he was a fly in the cutscene. There, there's something to it, but they had to they had to take that that picture out and replace it. That's all the differences for those two different versions. Uh, the game won two awards in the 1990 Nintendo Power Awards for Best Bad Guy Shredder and Best Simultaneous. You were close. Simultaneous gameplay. Oh, so best co-op. Yeah. I could have just said that. (laughs) Yeah, but they... they, I wanted to... Shut up. The instruction manual described the game... they could have just said that, not you. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they could have, yeah. Instead of using all these big words that a Texan can't say. Yeah, like, oh, we're really going to fuck this guy up in 20 years or 30 years. (laughs) 22 years, we're going to really fuck this Texan and Canadians show up. Because they are illiterate. (laughs) The instruction manual described the game's plot as being a sequel to the first live-action Ninja Turtles movie, even though it uses the cartoon version of the characters, which is weird, because you're missing a huge plot hole of where fucking Baxter comes from, and, you know, Bebop and Rocksteady, they just fucking, they just show up. They're just there now. When the game was released in Japan on Famicom... They left the name Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with no number or substitute because the first game was localized as, forgive me for trying to pronounce this, but I'm going to try my damnedest, as Gekai Kame Ninja Den. Sounds about right. So the first Famicom released one was that. This one was changed to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so it, it didn't have the two. The arcade version of the game is unlockable on the GameCube version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Battle Nexus from 2004, but with all the original music replaced. Okay. That's still kind of cool. It is cool. Two new levels were made for the home port version, scene 3 and 6, with two new bosses created specifically for these... For these... uh, NES ports. So the two aliens aren't in the arcade version. Tora and Shogun. Yeah. So they are exclusive to the NES version. I don't even remember them from the show or anything. Maybe the comics? I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't recall them either. This game could actually be found on some of the Nintendo PlayChoice 10 arcade system, which I think is fucking hilarious because they have the actual arcade of this game yeah. and then they have the NES port back on an arcade machine. That's pretty funny. It's so stupid. The rear cover of the instruction manual provided a coupon for Pizza Hut with an expiration of December 31st, 1991. So if you do have this, don't go cut it out because it will not get you anything. It is a few years expired. Well, it depends if you take it to the party wagon or not. You might get something. Uh, now, real quick, uh, I got some regional differences because there are still some regional differences from PAL regions to North American. So here we go. The Japanese version gives more points for defeating enemies. And depending on the enemy, that you might even get more points. So not all all of ours were one point apiece. So you might get some enemies that'll give you two points or, or more. Which gets you an extra life quicker. So that's why that matters. Oh, get a one up faster. Yeah. The jump kick is powerful as the special attack in the Japanese version. So basically, either of the moves, jumping attacks, will kill enemies quicker with one kick. Like I said earlier, it takes two hits to kill most of the foot soldiers. And that's like a normal kick. A normal attack or the jump kick. The only one that does the extra damage is that special attack. So, what I'm saying is is that PAL version's a lot easier. It seems like it. The Japanese version has fewer enemies and no Pizza Hut logos. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That's just for the fat Americans. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're all fat is because of this... Uh, Ninja yep, Turtle game, game from 20 there, something years ago. Now we can sue them. <laughs> this is where my fatness started 20 something years ago. If you let the demo play at the beginning, it was different than the North American version. The skateboarding lady in one of the early levels, that that first, is it? Second level. It's the second level on the street. You can't do anything to her, but in the Japan version, if you attack her, you get points. Oh, for harming a. Uh... A civilian, yeah. The European version has an additional section uh, for staff credits that is not present in the Japanese or U.S. versions. So Europeans are the only ones that got to see who made this fucking game. (laughs) They care about the workers. (laughs) Can't believe they care about their people. (laughs) Whatever. All right. um, That's it for all the fun facts, Goobs. Well, Toby, it's that time of the show. It's time to motherfucking rage. Oh, come on! Ah! Rage. This is the Rage Meter. We're going to take a 1 to 10 and tell you how pissed off it makes us. How pissed off, goobs. So pissed off, you're going to grab a sigh, Raphael's weapon, and shove it down your urethra. You're going to grab Donatello's bow staff, stick that up your ass with Ooh. Michelangelo's nunchucks, both of them up your ass as well, so it's three wooden bowls in your ass, while swallowing Leonardo's sword, his Ooh. throbbing sword, and then you're going to try to do a backflip with everything inside of your body. Oh my gosh. That's rageful. Um, 
kind of have me at a loss for words. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first on this one, Goobs? <laughs> yeah, sure. Alright, go ahead. Get, tell us what you think. How mad did this game make you? Okay. Well, I always found this game to be a little bit harder when I was younger. Like, uh, tough to get through. And, uh, still a little bit tough to get through. <laughs> it's, uh, once you start getting, uh, spawn fucked by, uh, all these foot soldiers that come in constantly, it gets a little bit overwhelming. But... You can take care of it. It does get a little frustrating at times when you don't have much health left and there's not just like random pizzas lying all over everywhere. There's Pizza Hut logos everywhere, but not necessarily pizzas to give you some health or a one-up or anything like that. So that's annoying. Some of the enemies move, like the mousers and stuff like that, or the flying guys, move way too fast and they're kind of hard to figure the timing out. If you know what I mean, maybe it's just me. Because when you jump and try to do the drop kick sometimes, I, the timing's a little bit off sometimes. I said sometimes a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the flickering gets a little bit annoying. It doesn't really affect the gameplay so much. It's just uh, more of an eyesore, which I don't really like. The graphics, like I said, they're they're okay. The The bad guys look great. It's more like the turtles I have a problem with for some reason. I don't know why. They don't really stand out too much to me. They look like the turtles, but it's not as, uh... I don't know, they're not really as colorful as I want them to be. They're not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Turtle, turtle, turtle. <laughs> Such a dumb reference. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Shadow's the master of the skies, fuck's sakes. <laughs> yeah, the the bosses uh, take a long time to kill, as Toby said. They get a little bit uh, irritating there, especially when we don't have much health left. It'd be a, it's a lot easier with two people because you can just like smack the shit out of everything on your own. It gets a little bit challenging, but it's it again, it's doable. I'm gonna give this yeah. uh, a seven on the rage meter. Okay gets a little bit uh, a little frustrating near the end and like uh, like I said the the levels get a little dull too as the game goes on yeah so it takes me out of it a little bit what about yourself Toby okay. well it pisses me off right away that every fucking normal foot clan member has two hits. Those should be one-hit enemies, I feel like. If they don't hold a weapon, if they're not special, they should be one-hit enemies. Because, realistically, it just stretches out the goddamn gameplay when it's two hits. Yeah. Because what happens is, you hit the fucking enemy, and then they, they have a... I don't know if they attack faster than you, or what the deal is... But they always seem to fucking get hit you if you don't jump away. Like, you have to hit and jump and get out of there. You can't, like, just, like... You can't spam an attack and hit them twice, like uh, Streets of Rage or something yeah, like that. You have thing to, I was talking about. Yeah, it sucks. It, it pisses you off. You, you want to just kick ass, but it feels like you have to run more than you actually get to kick ass. The you, you already said that the boss battles last so long, and they're cheap. They're they're not hard. They're just cheap. 
Especially, like, fucking Rocksteady in that first level when he can shoot at that 90-degree angle, so you try to jump kick him, and he's like, ah, ah, bitch, and he shoots you out of the sky. You're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, and just, which this is a problem with all, like, beat-em-up bosses, is usually you'll be, like, attacking, and they'll just bitch slap you, and, like, not today, bitch, and, and knock you out of the way or whatever. There's not enough health pickups throughout this game. And there's no, like, extra lives that you find laying around. There's no fucking power-ups. We went from a game... I'm not in love with the first game, but they had power-ups, you know? You don't have any kind of projectiles. You don't have anything. You just get stuck with what you got. And you can't change between fucking levels. You don't change which turtle you are. If you die and you... Yeah, if you if you die and you use a continue, you're back to the same turtle. You never get a chance to switch to see like, well, does Donnie's staff have a better reach than Raphael's uh, size? Like, you don't get any change. You pick your character, and that's it for life. You are married to that turtle. The, the goddamn cars in the parking lot. I told you about the color <laughs> and thinking that I was Back like, oh, guts, you fucking Konami. I, I outsmarted you. I see your orange car. And then, bam, fucking blue car. Motherfucker. <laughs> that pissed me off so much. But I, listen, I liked that. But at the same time, it made me so mad because they got me. And they got me. I was like, oh, I see your fucking game, Konami. Nope. I was wrong. Uh, yeah. I think just because of, like, the things that I have just mentioned, I think a 7 on the Rage. Because it's a, it's kind of a long... It feels like a long game. It's really not. It's only like an hour and a half. But it feels like it takes forever Before because... Before beat em up, it's, it's long. Yeah, because you keep getting... Like, you move just a little bit and you get swarmed by three or four more foot soldiers. You move a little bit, you get swarmed by three... Like, you don't... There's not... It's not like that Power Ranger game that we played for Sega Genesis a long time ago where you just sat in the same spot and just kept getting spawned on. Uh, It's not as bad as that, but it just... I feel like that kind of stuff just artificially makes the game longer, and that pisses me off. Yeah, so I think think a 7's fair. But how about we go ahead and move on to the overall rating... We're going to give a 1 to 10 on what we think of this game overall. Is it worth playing? Is it great? 1 being it's terrible, 10 being it's amazing. Goobs, I'm going to go first. Yeah, buddy. The story was so simple and fun. I like the story on this one a lot. It's it's just a simple, like, hey, Shredder kidnapped April, then he kidnapped Splinter. It's the same song and dance, but the cutscenes were fun. You know, it had some good cutscenes. Everything looked... I mean, I know it's supposed to be a movie sequel, basically, but it looked like the cartoon, and the cartoon's great. So I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the graphics. Um, It just looked good. The music and the sound effects were pretty decent. Like I said earlier, there was there's quite a few tracks to kind of spread out throughout this game, so you weren't like hearing the same song over and over again. All the enemies—that is such a huge huge positive. There are so many enemies. There's so many different colors, so many variations, different weapons. There's some original characters. It's I liked it. I was very happy. Like yeah, a bunch of them do repeat, but like you might get the purple 
uh, foot soldiers coming out, but now they got hammers. You know, it's never... It wasn't just the same bullshit over and over. Uh, like I said, I like the graphics a lot. The backgrounds, I thought, looked really great. Um, yeah, at, at the end, they kind of phoned it in, but the first couple of levels look good, and that's the that's the levels that you'd rent as a kid. Like, you'd rent it, and you'd get stuck on those first three or four levels, and that's what you'd see. So you they trick you into making you think it looks great, but it still did look great to me. There wasn't really any kind of extra game style in this one. Like, there wasn't a skateboard level, really. I mean, it was there, but eh, was it? So there wasn't any variation like I like. I like to see one different level, at least. And that was a kind of a piss-poor attempt. Well, they haven't found their way yet. Yeah. We, we get that shit later on. Right. The controls are fine and everything. I don't know. I... It, I really like this game. I had a lot of fun playing it. Obviously, the arcade's going to be the one that you should play, especially with it being so accessible now. I, I still think that this is this is a good 7. I'd give this a solid 7. What do you think? Well, when this game came out when I was a young wee lad, man, we were ever so fucking hyped for this after that first Turtles game. <laughs> Because you, you, you played that, of course you rented that, or at least owned it, or no, you owned it, or at least rented it. Right. Because it's Ninja Turtles, you're like, hell yeah. Then, uh, you were kicked in the dick with how hard that fucking game was. So when this one came out, and you actually play with a buddy, and bring home the arcade action, and play it in the living room, and, and play it in your living room fucking right sign me up man this game was fucking huge for me as a kid wasn't good at it like I stated earlier but fucking loved it does it hold up today? eh somewhat like I said I have some problems with the some of the graphics and stuff but the levels look great the bad guys look absolutely phenomenal we look like Bebop Rock Steady fucking stellar I love those sprites so much like you said, all the variations of the foot soldiers, all the other enemies they have in there as well, like the mousers, the bugs, the helicopters, all that shit adds up greatly to make this a fun little romp. In the end, it's a great time. You can pick this up this game, play it with anyone. It's pretty easy to learn. You walk around and smash shit. Is it a little too long for my liking? Maybe. Yeah. But uh, it's great at the end of the day. I'm going to stick it with a solid seven as well. Okay. Okay. Well, and you know what? I want to add one more point. Yeah, it's... it's oh, yeah, less... the music's great, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the one thing I wanted to add was it, it may be a longer game, and it may not be as, like, the graphics may not be as perfect as the arcade, but we did get a, f- a couple extra stages for for the trade-off, you know? Yep. Which, they they weren't, like, great or anything, like the, the snow level and the uh, Shogun level. Uh, but there was some kind of effort to be like, hey, this is an exclusive part that you never have gotten to play before in the arcade, so I, that's kind of neat. So, yeah, there's a little credit there. But you gave it a 7, I gave it a 7. That's a pretty simple uh, math there, Goobs. It's an average of a 7 between the two of us guys. I like it. I, th- I think that's very yeah. fair. You take those $7 out of them together and go get a pizza. Finish him. 
Everyone, this is the part of the show where we wrap everything up. But before we wrap up everything, we are going to do something. Say some 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 things to some people. Who are those people, Goops? I keep forgetting. Our lovely, lovely patrons, who we love so much. And thank you for supporting your thick boys. Thick boys. That's right. Uh, the patrons, we are going to shout out the patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia, or you can go to badsecretmedia.com. And, uh, hey, you can donate to the show for as low as $1. And we've got so much extra content. Some of our more recent uh, content is the story time with Toby and Goobs, (laughs) where we get uh, impaired, I'll say. (laughs) I get very drunk. Goobs... uh, Partakes in the devil's lettuce. It's legal up here. We try to read a, basically it's like a third grade level <laughs> Nintendo book. Uh, we are doing three chapters at a time as of right now. And uh, we're doing the... Toby reads, the I do Man. sound effects. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a good time. Right now we're doing the Worlds of Power Mega Man 2. So the first six chapters are up and available right now. So for as low as a dollar, you can hear that and all the other goofy content we put up. Uh, all right. So, Goobs, you usually give some nicknames for our patrons. What do you got for I today? I got some side characters from Ninja Turtles. Awesome. All right. Let us kick this off with Thomas Smith. Attila the Frog. Sean Brissett. Bigfoot. Crash Override. Chompy Picasso. Mast Llama. Dr. Cluckingsworth, MD. <laughs> Fat Shags. Fat Shags is Fugitoid. Chris Copeland. Genghis Frog. Keith Gasper. Ice Cream Kitty. DJ Romance Baby. Joe Eyeball. Gilmy Talks. Mondo Gecko. The Reviews Brothers. Napoleon Bonafrog. <laughs> uh, Wolfman. Pigeon Pete. Paprika. He's Raphael's pterodactyl. <laughs> what about Obreon? Muckman. What about the Berg? He's a deer spirit. Level one noob. Bernie. Evil Ringo. April's chickens. <laughs> okay. And last but not least, Riku. Casey Jones. Those are the patrons. Those are the ones that show us some uh, monetary support. We appreciate and love all of you folk. Um, go to badsecretmedia.com or patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. All that extra content, guys. Go get all that extra content. Uh, Goobs, we got some social media for the show. If you want to follow us, we'd love that. You can go to Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and follow us at Secret Levels Pod. We have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group. Just search for Secret Levels Podcast and join and follow both of them. Uh, interact, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Just whatever. Just follow us. Follow us. <laughs> one of us. Just interact. <laughs> yeah. And you can follow us on our private socials. I'm a Goobs WN on Instagram and Twitter. Toby is Toby Von Doom on both as well. Yep. And if you want to get to know us even further, you can come join our motherfucking Discord. The link is in the show notes below. Come say hello to the family. There's a bunch of great people in there. We're all having a great time. Come say hello. You'll get a nice good morning every fucking morning. We guarantee that. (laughs) 
it's a nice little community if you want to talk retro gaming. Uh, me and Goobs go uh, get in the live chat rooms. You can come actually chit chat with us. Yeah, uh, we're, we're in there quite often. So you can come say hello to us and like get to know us and ask us some questions and shit like that. We're always around. Yeah, yeah, it, we'll it's play it's games weird. With us and stuff too. Yeah, it's weird because you know you listen to us on the podcast, but you could actually interact with us, and we will actually speak back. Yeah, we're not robots. <laughs> You're not. You do robots. Yeah, I guess I can. I can't speak. You do for machines. <laughs> so are you saying you're in a machine? Anyways, uh, come anyways. join Discord. <laughs> Lots of fun stuff going on in there all the time. And you can even get a chance to be on our, our Patreon episodes just by being in there. That's right. That's right. Goobs, we got a really nice review the other day from one of the listeners, and we'd like to say thank you. But guys, we would need some more reviews because we're greedy. We just fucking love being showered with love and praise. Yeah, it really it makes our day seeing those reviews, and it also helps to show out quite substantially. Yeah. Helps us go up those, uh, when you type in video games, we want our show to be up there, you know? We want to be get on some number sort one. Of chart. Yeah. It's somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. On a chart. <laughs> we just, we just want to make a chart. <laughs> we just want to be on the chart. <laughs> just once. <laughs> uh, but we do appreciate anyone that's able to leave a review or uh, stars now on Spotify. So reviews on Apple Podcasts, the stars on Spotify. Uh, that really does help us out, and it means the world to us. And there's one more way you can help with your thick boys. Yeah, how's that? You can go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and get one of our beautiful t-shirts and put them on one of your beautiful chests. That's right. We we do got some cool designs. You can have cartoon Mario th- uh, 3 style versions of me and you on your chest. I'm wearing one right can... now. Yeah, oh, On my beautiful chest. Very beautiful chest. Thank beautiful you. chest. Or or if you're a turtle, you're a very beautiful shell. Yeah, well, we should make secret levels turtlenecks. <laughs> so we can all look like fucking Steve Jobs. You get a fucking hand job in the turtleneck. I'm Steve Jobs giving a hand job in the turtleneck. <laughs> what? What is happening? Game over, folks. I hate Secret Levels podcast. Steve Jobs. <laughs> Give it a hand job. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Jobs for hand jobs and turtleneck. Is that a thing? Is that off something? No. You just made it up. I love it. <laughs>